Peace, guys. What's good, everybody? You now tune in to the Unruly Philosopher. Um, today, we're going to talk about programming in, um, in the realm of uh, the program versus the programmer. And this aspect of my philosophy, I'm just giving a breakdown of how I view things and how I'm still learning and extending on what I've learned from history and kind of what I see as view us as a, a race, but also like just mankind itself, you know, and what I mean by programs, um, everything we experience into this point is some somewhat of different types of programming. Education system is a program. Uh, religion is a program. Um, you following a health regimen is a program. So it's not necessarily bad, but what I'm trying to shine light to and talk to the light inside of you is to open up your eyes to make sure you're not following somebody else's program. Uh, for example, um, I touched on this on a little of the other podcast. And if you catch my radio show on iHeartRadio, um, I talked about like, let's, for example, us as a, as a people collectively, um, when we look at the education system, it's a program. Um, you got certain standards and procedures you have to follow in order to receive something. But what do we get out of that? What is it producing? Is it cultivating new thoughts, new development, uh, new cultures for our people? Or, or is the program benefiting somebody else? So um, when we dive into just looking at like history in itself, what program have we been following even the last thousands of years? You know, if you want to look at the the sub the sub-Saharan uh slave trade, you gotta deal with the uh, the Arabs and their form of programming and when they come in and evade Africa uh with uh Islam and because that was not birthed from us. That is another man's programming and knowledge that we took on um, years later. Um, but then that gave birth to uh, the transatlantic uh, slave trade. Uh, and that's whether you want to believe it happened or it did happen. Um, regardless, that mindset and that programming is still here um, because we're following Christianity heavily in a, in a Western uh, uh, hemisphere. And so, what we have to look at in all these different programs, they give birth to education. Um, and when you look at like the, you know, so-called white man, or the, this is say the, the, the westernized uh, frame of thinking, their program produces workers out of us. Um, but how they get us to the programming is we get like trinkets. So, you know, I'll get on here on any day and tell you that technology would be the, the the European man's religion. They don't necessarily really believe in a God. It's technology. And what I mean by that, everything that we experience through technology, through education system framework comes from the original man's mind. It's just been flipped upside down. So... When we think about programming, we have to think about how that affects us collectively. How does it affect kids? 
So think about school. Everything we experience in this program right now is reinforced through like white ideology, you know, and I'm using white, black, because I know the general sense of people know exactly what I'm talking about. This ain't necessarily uh, uh, a white and black thing, but like this is just the reality right now. What we haven't experienced, they're constructs, you know, but I'll break, I'm going to be breaking that down on, on a later podcast about the different uh, social statuses, constructs, and things like that. But for right now, y'all know what I mean. So if you sensitive for words, you know, get over it. You know, um, words only have power over you if you allow it. So, um, you know, so I got to use these so I can make sure that uh, the poor people, the rich people, the middle class people that's in our society, they all can relate to certain terms and know what I'm talking about. And that's what I'm talking to. Really, the, really, I'm talking to the light inside of you because I know most people are going to argue with their emotions. They're not actually being themselves. And so I'd rather talk to that light that's inside of them because even if they don't see it, I know what I'm saying will reach them sooner or later. And so when we think about these programs and we, for instance, we first in school, we learned the alphabet. We learned the English language. You know, we eventually start learning about the presidents, but what is wrong with that programming? You never see anybody that looks like you in the center of it. So think about when you're a kid and you're starting to learn about, you know, the George Washington, you know, being a president. But they don't tell you that George Washington owned slaves either. They don't tell you he had teeth from slaves. So when they don't tell you that, what do you what do you what do you think that program does to you? You start seeing people of that fair complexion in a status higher than you, you know, and it's reinforced through teachers, principals, government officials, uh, political, uh, you know, uh, in a political field, um, your police officers, predominantly in America, um, on your news, on your media. You see all these things that's reinforcing that program. And so what I'm saying is that. If you don't start to rewrite your own program, you're going to be participating in somebody else's and it's going to be to your detriment. And what we're experiencing collectively as people is, is an amalgamation of generations and generations following somebody else's program. And a lot of that came um, after the, the burnings of our Black Wall Streets everywhere. Um, I'm from Oklahoma, but even I don't like the fact that we just highlight like Tulsa. You know what I mean? But this was a, a planned and organized crime committed on our people to reinforce their programming back on us because we were rewriting our own program. That's why we were we were practicing our own autonomy. We didn't need anybody else because we had our own philosophy. We had our own culture. We had our own teachings. And that's what made us strong. They broke us through reinforcing that by um, with weaponry, technology is what we would call it, um, to, to the point to where we were beaten down to where our ancestors at that point had to figure out a different avenue to keep us moving forward as a race. The problem is, is that we're still in it 
because of the civil rights movements and all these other things got us completely bought into their programming. And here we are today, slowly trying to climb back out of it. So, you know, when I look at history and um, really, really look back on history um, all around the world, because our ancestors were everywhere, um, um, you can't necessarily just tie us to a, a landmass. And we as people should be fighting about that, because when you claim a landmass, it allows other races of people to claim one. But the problem with that is other races of people haven't quite explained where they come from. If you look through our ancestors' history, they're always explaining things. And you can go back thousands and thousands of years before there was ever uh, a mythological Abraham or Moses to ever exist. We have documents, you know, of what our ancestors was doing all around the world. So I challenge you to focus on that to start to reprogram your mind, but not even that, don't get stuck on that. We're supposed to be taking what our answers are to experience and becoming something completely whole new and greater than that. Um, and so, for instance, it's like, for example, if you look at the Nile Valley civilization, um, you can see there was a phase of like pyramid building over the uh, over a thousands and thousands of years but you can see the first pyramid you know uh, they were trying to build they just abandoned it they then try another one abandon it and they get closer and closer to perfecting it then you know you get to a step pyramid that was built by Imhotep to the pyramid of Saqqara it's a step pyramid they're close they're they're getting closer and closer to that full peak uh, of, of a um of a pyramid apex pyramid excuse me and um this took thousands and thousands of years and so even if you look at calendar systems you know, the calendar of dender and all these systems you got twenty five thousand years of programming from a culture that was being updated over time just like those pyramids were and that's what that culture produced was perfection in a sense because when I look at pyramids, I see a phase of humans trying to figure this out and finally reaching to a point where they perfected something. Um, but we ask ourselves, what happened to that? What happened to those people? But you see this all around the world, even in the Americas. You know, you see, um, you don't see pyramids quite like you do over in Africa or in, in Asia, uh, but you see different forms of it because. What we have to understand is you have to use what is, is around in your environment. So the one thing I know that connects us as people is especially is like is our um, spiritual systems. But what we have to understand is ecology. So no matter where I'm at in this world, I can be in Africa or I can be in America, but I can look at the spiritual system and see a comparison that they didn't make this use a different animal, but it still represents the same aspect. In in, but when we get into that, we're talking about anthropomorphism, um, where you would take an animal head on a human body, but there was a science behind that uh, uh, teachings, and um, I'm gonna really dive into that on a podcast um, uh, with animation, so I can show you and give you a breakdown of the full. Um, 
aspect of, of what these things meant and how um, when you looked at different deities and things, they were just aspects of nature that reside inside of you. They were functions. And so um, when I look at that programming and I see what it has done for us over time, I see what it produced. Um, some of the most documented civilizations in the world were done by our people. Um, and what we left behind was things that we can still see. So my question is, why would somebody go in to rewrite that programming? Um, and so when we really look into these type of things, what I've come to realize is like the, the butterfly effect in my version of it, let's say, it's like, you know, for me looking at this, it's like we've been here for so long that at one point I, our ancestors realized that they were running out of time all around the world. It's almost like their consciousness was slowly getting to a point closer to where we are now, to where they wasn't retaining the information. So they started documenting it on walls and temples everywhere. And it wasn't and it was and it was about it was about us reconnecting with it but at the end of the day if someone else has it it's ours and we can always connect back to it because we will realize it's ours you know over time and that's kind of how we are today is waking up as people in all different phases you know and what we're trying to what we're starting to realize is that we've been following somebody else's program and there's a reason why they go out of their way to erase the walls, to paint them a whole different color. Or it's the reason why, you know, uh, they won't tell you that the pyramids, the pyramids just in Kemet outdate every biblical character. They're not going to tell you that because they need you to believe in a biblical story because that reinforces other cultures and gives them reason why they even in Africa. I'm talking about the Arabs, um, uh, we're talking about uh, Israel. Uh, we, you know, we're dealing with the Jews there, um, and so in many, many other cultures. That's even you can even go into deeper into, you know, South South Africa, all these other places. So when we accept these things, we allowing and, and we claim landmasses. We're allowing other people to inherit things that don't belong to them, and so. Yes, it's important to challenge that, but what we don't need to do is get into a form of programming where I'm saying I'm something and I'm not this. And so I get on the Internet to argue with people every day. That's a form of programming because you're not you're not trying to do the work. It's like once you know who you are, there's nothing to prove to nobody. You know, once you learn who you are and your culture, start to learn that culture. What we sh what I should be seeing is. For everybody that's saying they African, so everybody that's saying they indigenous, any whatever. Once you say that, start teaching people about the culture, start connecting people with it, teaching them the language, the foods, the spiritualism. That's more important than talking about every day about how great we are, and nothing comes from that. You know, that's another form of programming to where it's it's like a. a it's it's like you're stuck in a cycle again and you gotta break it, you know? And so 
it's important to self-evaluate. Always make sure that your thoughts are your thoughts. And what I mean by that is read books uh, for information and not truth. Don't believe nothing I say. Don't believe nothing nobody says in a book. Just read it for information. Don't let, because you dislike somebody, you don't want to hear nothing they got to say because they may have a political view. They may have a religious view. You may have just missed out on some information you could have updated to your computer that's in your mind, you know? And so no matter if I dislike even people that did horrendous things to us through our history, I like to read about where their philosophy was coming from and what was their angle because I know this is a battle of the minds. So it's important to always stay sharp, always know enough about who you are trying to identify as your enemy, you know, and things like that. But like I said, even in one religion, read religious books in the eyes of the writer and not the viewer. And you'll have a better aspect of maybe why they were writing these things. Um, <clears throat> because a lot of these things were not meant for us to still be doing this day. Um, you know, and it's unfortunate because Abrahamic religions have destroyed, it's a single handedly has destroyed us as people. Um, cause we're trying to attach ourselves to another man's philosophy. Um, and it doesn't produce what we think it's trying to produce for us. Um, because it took the, the, the God aspect that we have pr programmed to know as ourselves. And it took that aspect and put it into something. And so people get triggered even when I say things like that, because if I'm going to talk about God, I'm always going to circle it back to myself. Because even you, when you say that you believe in a God, you still had to use your mind to even conceptualize that thought. I'm just saying I recognize that thought comes from the same essence that inside of me. And I am that manifested in the physical. <clears throat> I don't separate myself from it. So. I get it, though, and I'm not here to necessarily bash people. I'm not even here to argue people with people, even if it's in comments after I make posts and stuff like that, because I understand there's levels to this. And I just say what I have to say and move on um, because um, I follow my own philosophy. I'm not trying to get people to follow mine. I'm just putting information out there, you know, and I think that's important. And we all should be, um, you know, that's how you update your system. Um, but just some of y'all still running on the, the first iPhone um, and we way up here in the 14s, about to be the 15s now. And that's like religion in the world we live in now. Um, some of y'all still going to church, believing in the same beliefs that your grandparents did, but it really don't serve you like it served them. You know, um, they use that as a tool to help them at in their situations. You're just still going because of the program and they had you just going every Sunday. But you don't really believe in that stuff. The programming is you're just afraid of hell. Um, <clears throat> if you remove that aspect of religion, most of y'all go back to doing y'all whatever <laughs> every day. You wouldn't even be thinking about consequences and things like that, you know, or, or afraid of going to a place <clears throat> where you're going to burn for eternity, not even realize that you're made of fire, you know? Um, so, you know, when I think about like these certain types of programs, you know, I always try to, like I said, reinforce my thought process 
and I always try to uh, <clears throat> strike down when I hear things that I know I don't want in my mind. So if I'm talking to somebody and they're trying to put their philosophy, their beliefs in my mind, I will respectfully <clears throat> shoot it down because I'm always about reinforcing to my subconscious mind that I don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? And so I think that's important because it's easy to fall under somebody else's philosophy. We see it all the time. Um, and so, like I said, when you listen to people, don't listen for truth. Only listen for information. You go validate it, then let it come, let it become true to you then, you know, and that will help you a long way in life. So you're not out here getting conned by people and nothing like that, you know? And like I said, I'm still on my journey. Uh, I'm just on here and probably will say the things that you don't want to say, but I'll say it for you. You know, I'm not afraid to express my mind um, and put it out there because I know it's going to help people. I know it's going to make people mad, you know, but I'm not afraid of nothing when it comes to speaking out, especially when it comes to religions or the system or whatever we want to think it is, because, you know, we like to think that the programming is you know, the old white man running the system when we don't even realize the system is operates off of contracts. And so when we have to try to understand the mind of the, uh, the, the Europeans culture is they already put in a system where it can run itself contractually. And so that's why they gave you certain statuses and things like that. Um, you know, not realizing that everything is, is, is ran like a business. And so, but there's nothing stopping you from rewriting your own program and following your own philosophy, creating your own nation, creating your own tribes, doing all that different stuff. Nobody's stopping you from doing it, but your mind, because you're still in their program, you know, uh, and you manifest it by every time we have conversations, there's always somebody saying, well, what if they come destroy it? What if they do that? It's like, um, that tells me the level of your thought process. Um, and so, you shouldn't worry about what they're going to do. You should be working towards and doing what you need to do. And you'll deal with the other aspects as they come. But if you're studying history and understand how our ancestors did certain things, you should be learning from that and taking that and astounding on it. You know, we should be taking all the information that our ancestors did, studying it and become something completely new and even greater. That's what's supposed to be happening. But if we're continually following somebody else's program, it's gonna constantly keep us in a cycle of being workers for them. You know, we'll never get as high as, high as we think we're gonna get in their system. Excuse me, like they'll give us people to look at, to think that we all can chase that. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, we're chasing the ghost in this system. And until we start practicing self-autonomy, um, we'll forever, you know, stay in this rat race that's going to lead to a, a slow, slow, uh, you know, conscious death for us to where we'll end up with nothing, you know, and I don't want to see that. So I'm not afraid to tell us, even humanity, that a revolution is needed. And I'm talking about a revolution of your mind to question everything, everything, you know, ask the ask what you would think the tough questions would be.
about everything that you experience. Don't let fear stop you um, because that's a part of the programming in the system to stop you with just your thought process. And you'll never lay a brick down to build a new neighborhood. You know, you'll never open a book about anything to start teaching your family about financial literacy, you know, um, uh, you know, about community type stuff. So, you know, what I want to leave y'all with today is at the end of the day, you know, you always want to control your environment. Um, you always want to study your environment. You always want to be one with your environment and live by those laws. Um, no man is above the universal laws and especially laws that we're experiencing today. Uh, don't let them put boundaries on you. And so um, I'm going to leave y'all with that. And like I said, you know, um, stay strong, stay vigilant, and stay dangerous. Peace, guys.